0: From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Thursday, November 18th. I'm Sarah Wright. The Board of Supervisors declined to approve a $3.5 million increase in the health care contract at the county jail this week, which would have brought the agreement total up to just over $19.1 million. But supervisors rebuffed a presentation by top management at NAFCARE, which has been providing health care to inmates since 2017, calling the documents thin and asking tough questions about mental health care. NAFCAR chief psychologist Amber Simpler told the board that about a third of the inmates are on psychiatric medications. But Dr. Janine Miller, head of the county's behavioral health department, took a question about what she thinks is missing from the contract.
1: We don't um, have a clinician in Mendocino County Jail that was not part of their original contract because that is something I asked um, how did we go without getting at least one a mental health clinician within that contract. So if I was Looking at doing something different with the NAFCARE contract, and whether it's NAFCARE provided or the county has another contractor, I think it's easy to do through NAFCARE. I know that their cost, um, and of course, this was in April that uh, we talked, so that cost could have changed. But we're we're looking at an additional anywhere from 160 to 350 thousand to add one to two clinicians. But I think it is something that's missing.
0: Supervisor Glenn McCordy asked about the money that is allocated to mental health.
2: Under your Exhibit B-5, it has mental health personnel at $570,000, 865 cents. What are we getting for that? And why isn't that including someone who does mental health assessments?
0: NAFCAR COO Suzanne Moore told him that money was for the Competency Restoration Program, which trains inmates on understanding their legal predicament so they can assist their defense attorneys and stand trial. Supervisor Ted Williams asked about reports he's heard from his constituents
1: who say uh, their family member has been in our jail solitary confinement for a period of months out every other night, not seeing light of day, uh, unmedicated. Why weren't they medicated? I mean, I guess I could ask uh, how how many solitary confinements have to do with with mental health and what is the average duration in Mendocino County?
0: Simpler said it was a combination of the physical layout of the jail, patients' rights, and bureaucratic finagling.
2: I'm not sure how many of you have actually been inside the county jail and seen the physical layout, but a lot of individuals aren't there because of their behavior in that solitary cell. It is the physical plant. That is how the cells are designed to some extent to have single cell placement. In terms of medication, we offer medication, but there are a lot of restrictions on to who we can compel to medication. So it's not that we're not offering treatment. It's not that we're not offering these services. We cannot do anything, we have to respect patient rights when they say, I'm not going to take this medication.
1: Even with a patient who's psychotic?
2: Yeah, that's how that goes. And we make steps and in certain situations, we go through the the steps to notify the courts. We get individuals who are involved in the jail-based competency restoration program. They will come attached with an involuntary medication order, but by and large, trying to involuntarily medicate someone outside of that competency framework takes a lot of steps. And we've been able to do that In some acute situations, but by and large, it's not something that the courts do easily, readily, or um, willingly.
0: Miller added that another holdup on forced medications is the professional requirement of the people in charge of declaring the patient inmate status as incompetent, or issuing what she called a 1368. In Mendocino County, the team that attempts to restore competency to an inmate does not include someone who is qualified to prescribe medications. So if the team fails to render the patient inmate fit for a trial, there's no one who can fill out an order for forced medication. This leads to another round of judicial involvement.
1: In our system here, it requ- we do the 1368. It's not a qualified medical prescriber. We then have to go back and ask, ask NAFCARE after the court order to go through the process to determine the forced order to medicate and then go back to court to get that done. And so it is slowed in Mendocino County because of sort of the processes we have in place and the professionals that we use don't allow us to fast track it as we see in other counties. I actually called several counties and talked because I was really perplexed on why we weren't able to fast track this quicker. They can um, do emergency medication in a safety situation and they can talk about that. There are Uh, areas of the law that if it's a safety concern for the inmate or a a correctional staff in that situation, they can medicate, but it's a one-time medication um, unless the person acts up again. So they can do forced medication in that situation. But if it's a long-term forced medication, it really does require that court order. And our system has a slower process.
0: In 2017, then Sheriff Tom Allman recommended NAFCARE to the Board of Supervisors because their bid was more than $400,000 lower than their competitors, California Forensic Medical Group, which held the contract at the time. And Allman noted that their insurance was better, carrying $6 million per incident. For inmates with complex medical needs, insurance is another matter altogether, especially since, for now, inmates lose their Medi Cal once they've been convicted of a crime and have been in custody for a certain amount of time. Miller said that there's some work being done on that, but results could be years away.
1: So we're still in that same problem, is that when they go into custody, their insurance doesn't provide insurance coverage. They lose their insurance coverage, and then it really is on the jail to provide those services. And we all know the cost of providing services has gone up, right? So we don't have funding for it, and the cost to be able to provide services has increased um, every year over the last few years.
0: The board voted unanimously to ask Miller to work with the Sheriff's Office and NAFCARE to craft an amendment to the contract that Miller feels she can endorse before bringing it back to the board again. They also requested the option of a psychiatric evaluation at intake. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News podcast wherever you get your podcasts.